Well, Malik wasn't exactly, but he was darn close. Welcome to TV overtime. He was and one second for five yeah, seconds. He he was one second from being right on with his five second <laughs> countdown, and he has figured he's figured out exactly how to time it when we come back to start our TV overtime. So, bravo, producer Jacob Zielman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, thank and you, thank and. You. Red, yes, the thank you, thank you. So, uh, TV overtime is going to be. Hey, you know, I know we talked about it off the top of our uh, of our regular program with Joel Sebastianelli, but NASCAR and IndyCar at the same track on the same weekend. Can you tell I'm excited, Randy? No, no, you're not excited <laughs> at all. I think you peed your pants a little bit, actually, the way you're dancing around over there. Um, no. no, I, I, I mean, it's every motorsports fan's dream, right? I mean, we've all dreamed of the day that NASCAR and IndyCar would be at the same track on the same weekend. And Tom and I talked about it on Tuesday's show. I feel like this is an opportunity to try this new stuff. I mean, it's 2020. Let's throw some stuff at the wall and see what sticks. And I feel like, I mean, it's kind of a disservice that there won't be fans in the stands to enjoy this moment. But I know when 2021 comes around and fans are able to attend and we put in more, a couple of more of these on the calendar, I think you're going to see a lot of interest in NASCAR drivers wanting to run IndyCar races and IndyCar drivers wanting to run NASCAR races. And I'd be like a kid in a candy store if I would think that maybe IndyCar fans will get interested in NASCAR again and NASCAR fans will get interested in IndyCar fans again. And there's just all this love going around. So <laughs> no pun intended, but well, love. you know, honestly, I, f- for my two cents, I think first of all, it's about doggone time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think Roger Penske is going to be the catalyst for more of this sort of thing. And I think that's nothing but good. Now, with that being said, here's the one thing I'm watching this weekend with this setup, you're going to have a lot of logistical challenges going from road course to oval setup, right? Um, And there's differences in the tires and all of that. So I want to see how the racing turns out um, and how the timing of everything happens Uh, I know that we're not doing all the practices and everything that we normally would, but nonetheless, you know, you're going to have to have some logistical uh, things going on, Jacob, between, you know, if you run on the road course, you got to do some things to make sure the oval track is now ready because some of that is together so well okay so there's a little bit of conversion that needs to go on there not I think a it's lot, less than yes usual, it's, a, it's a lot less compared to the roval at charlotte right. so I, I i will point this out because everybody's going we can run the road course at indy on the same weekend as the oval but not run the oval on the same weekend as the charlotte road course and my response to that is the ims road course has permanent rumble strips and curbing and other such things built into its road course to where they you know there's not a complete install whereas the curbing and the paint and the quote-unquote turtles for lack of a better term um at the (laughs) at the charlotte roval all has to be installed prior to race weekend so and, and it can't be uninstalled overnight to make the oval viable again because some of the turtles and curbing directly interfere with the quad o- the the mile and a half quad oval but i do believe you could do it the same week i think so I, Wh- I, which would be why i would it, be interested to see some sort of festival that spaces out indycar to uh you know back to the oval or just run everybody on the roval and be done please? with it please 
I would I mean, love. Why, I would why love to, to see IndyCar you know? on the Charlotte Roval, and remember, and we've already tested an IndyCar on the that? Charlotte Roval. Yeah, and Newgarden was raving about yeah. it. I he mean, loved it. That's what you do, Randy. And here's my here's my lineup of of racing action on, on the complex at Charlotte. You have an NHRA race, and then you and, and I'm talking about a span of say seven days. You have an NHRA race you have trucks on dirt on the dirt track you have arca you have indycar you have xfinity and you have cup what about Done. what about legends you want to throw legends on there too you might as well right they're yeah, right here this, yeah but this that's is where they that come gets to race, confusing right? when you start dealing with the legends because they run on the what, uh what about what about the world of outlaws quarter mile. put them on the dirt track too oh i'm sorry i thought i mentioned them well yeah, you could that's run. that's we would run them with the trucks yeah, yeah. why not yeah, I'd, I'd be I all think, for a festival. I Why think not? you could do a speed fest of all of those things and make it big in the fall, yeah. um, and because that way you run all of the big stuff on the Roval and don't run anything on the. So on, let on let, the, let me just recap and make sure I got this straight: NHRA on the drag strip, trucks on the dirt track with the World of Outlaws, and Cup and IndyCar on the Roval, right? And ARCA. And, and ARCA. ARCA. And ARCA. Yeah, ARCA and Xfinity. ARCA Why not? Let's Roval. Well, I did. That's why I said yeah. ARCA, Xfinity. No truck on the dirt. Yeah, trucks and in, in, Xfinity uh, and Arca and Cup all on the Roval with IndyCar. Oh, okay, and okay. that's over the course of a week, like two weekends. So you're yeah. not you're, you're not because Charlotte has to obviously swap people in and out of these different facilities on the grounds. But uh, you do it over the course of two weekends, and and I think you'd have an amazing um, seven day, eight day, whatever speed fest in the fall to to do a lot like what they do with the ten days of thunder in in the springtime normally. Sounds good. Yes. I, I would totally dig that. For and that matter, you can throw Ark on the dirt track, too. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they do it in the miles. Yeah, why not? Why not? So I'm saying I, it makes some difference. It makes some unique events out of it. I think you'll you'll be surprised how many people you get to show up for it. It would be fun. Yeah. It would be a great amount of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I I might just be insane enough to look at Scott Cooper and go, hey, I got a harebrained idea for you. He'll probably he'll probably tell us we're crazy, but. <laughs> You know, it, when, when have we ever uh, shied away from hearing that? Well, Tell us something we've done already. Madness yeah, exactly. So, what idea have you got, or was that the idea? Well, that 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 was oh, the idea. Well, I, I was saying, pitch what we just. He was going to run with your ideas, ideas, but he was going to do. Play the tape from this show. Okay. Right. Okay. So that because that's my idea, basically. By I, the way, real. I think it's workable. Okay, so be, before I forget about it, we actually have to talk about who's going to win the Brickyard 400 on Sunday because we haven't done that yet. And the points are Randy Miller. Not looking good for you. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. I had Hamlin. He finished first You You actually gained quite a, quite a few points because, you, you, yeah, you had second place and then Denny won on Thank on you. Sunday. So you gained, you're still 120 points back, but that's okay because you'll, you can gain ground. So. so the points are? The points are I uh, have a 71-point lead over Nick, uh, 120 over Jacob, 163 over you and 332 over Red, but that's because well, Christopher Bell was trying Chris to. Bell. Red's going to get hot. He's going to get hot at the so. end of the season. Okay, so for picks, uh, who goes first, Randy? It's uh, your deal. It would be uh, well. Red's contractually obligated to, to Christopher Bell. Give me Bell, C. So Bell right here. <laughs> Tom, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Tom, who's your pick? Uh boy, oh boy. You know what? I'm going to just. I'm going to go with Jimmy Johnson. Hmm. All right, <laughs> Jacob. Hmm. I thought about it, and I'm like, no. That no, I'm gonna go for the guy who's gonna win his third Brickyard 400 and go back to back, be the first guy since Johnson to do so. Give me Harvick. Hmm. Well, Nick picked Jimmy because he said he wanted to go out on a limb. So, 
I got all y'all beat. I'm going with Matt DiBenedetto. Ooh! Wow. Boy, wow. Would I love to see that. I, yes. I would, hey, listen, Randy, I may not always agree with you, and I may get <laughs> mad when you, uh, when, when you, when you're right sometimes, but wow. I would, I would love to be right about that. Yes, I want him to be right about that. We got to get out of here. This is the end of TV Overtime. Bye. Bye.